0: Hey, you don't understand business. All right. This is Terrace back with You Don't Understand Business um, with Matt and Sean here and part three of our um, life cycle of the business. So uh, <laughs> we're, it, yeah, it, it
1: was, uh, yeah, so we're, when last we spoke, uh, we had just closed the doors, uh, yep. locked up because the employees were talking about stealing a bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh, so to protect the assets of the business and make sure everything was good, locks are changed, employees are gone.
0: And paid. Let's yes. clarify, yes. like getting their payroll checks. They're paid,
1: <laughs> they're out the door, and now we've got to decide what we're going to do. Yeah. Are we going to rebrand this location? Or are we going to try and do something else with it? Are we going to subdivide the space and maybe have, you know, I think at one point we talked about putting a t-shirt shop in... <laughs> Because it yes. was a big space and we didn't yeah. need all yeah. of the space. Yeah. Uh, so I think we had talked about doing something like that where, you know, we Split had talked about cost ghost up. kitchens yep. and utilizing the space for some of that. Especially since, you know, obviously we weren't super busy with the barbecue concept. We had plenty of, you know, opportunity to cook some other food. Yes. So I think at this point we were pretty sold that we were going to rebrand it yes. and open back up at, at well, a later
0: date. Because I even had, we were doing the mock-ups for the new rebrand yep. at mm-hmm. that point. Yep. On, and I don't want to say what it is because it's still in my arsenal of plans of, of <laughs> but, locations we're going to do. But we
1: were talking about menus and, yep. and, and logos. And, and yep. I, I wouldn't say that we were fairly far along, but I mean, we were serious about it. We yeah. we definitely wanted to keep the spot. Um, but I think once we closed and could like... If reevaluate the situation a little bit yeah. clearer and more objectively. The location's pretty far away from where I live. Yep. So I wasn't able yep. to get up there too much. Terrace has a lot of other things going on. So he wasn't even though you were going up there quite a bit, Not as it much it wasn't as ideal for you either. Yeah. So we I, I think if we would have had a uh a manager on site that was doing what we wanted them to do. A little more you know, driven. Yeah, a, a little more entrepreneurial, yeah, right? Yeah. Um and and had that that drive and motivation to really go out and make this business successful yeah. on their own without us saying, "Hey, now today what I want you to do is from 1 to 3, you need to go over to the campus and you need to visit these people in yeah. these rooms and see if they'd like some catering." <laughs> Cuz by the time I write all that out, I just go do it myself. Right. And and so that's what we were kind of missing was that that on-location person that we could count on.
0: Right, because the the two managers that we had had, because we had one early on that um, both great guys. I mean, they yep. had, in um, good work ethics, they just were different work ethics because they both came from corporate franchise-type restaurants, so they, they've been bred a different way of managing a business. Yes, You know, you don't vary from the book. You don't mm-hmm. do this. You only operate this one way. And the first major, he just was, he was burnt out on life, you know, because he ended up uh, leaving us going into a different career field. And we brought the new guy on again, a really good guy. He had a lot of great qualifications, but he didn't have that entrepreneurial where I could go out and build this business. I he, he would have sale. been a
1: great guy if we opened up a location and the people were just naturally rolling yep. in. Mm-hmm. He would have been awesome, and we had to at managing that and yeah. growing it and taking care of it. Right. But to start up a concept that wasn't really known very well, and you have to go out and pound the pavement yeah. to get people coming in, he wasn't really built for that.
0: No, no, and and I think at this point, we still had to resolve a partnership issue. Like Mm -hmm. there was an issue with the partnership. And so we just, we needed to get that resolved and put to bed. And so we're, we're rebranding, we resolved the partnership situation. And then
1: I think it was just a realization that we might like this location is not, we're going to put in a lot of effort to get this going again. Right. For no guarantee of anything. And I yes. think that
2: probably happened that
0: time you and I met on site with the consultant, your buddy. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's right, because we had brought Brian in yeah. as well and said... Because those of you who don't know, uh, we haven't, I guess, talked about Brian Stevens, but a good friend of mine and, and consultant out in the industry. And uh, give him a little bit of plug for Pivotal Growth Partners if you're looking to build a major franchise. I mean, <laughs> this guy has... Um, just a laundry list. He's, you know, been with a and and Long John Silver's and Yum Food Group, not just as a manager or anything, but he was, you know, he was the guy building the brands, you know, he was the franchise managers and things like that. So he's got this other company that he's developing all these different ones. Um, Jeremiah's comes to mind. They're incredibly fastly growing since the, um, since COVID. Um, I mean, they started this during COVID so we said, Brian, you know, help us out. <laughs> what do we do? What doing? do you think? Yeah, what are we doing wrong? Is there a different concept we needed to put in? And what matter of fact, he'd even sent uh, my wife and I to Chicago to look at a new concept they were going to do with a uh, Japanese pastry. And it oh was, yeah,
1: I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it
0: was phenomenal. Like, and and I'm like, it was a cream puff. It's called Beard Papas. They're they're a neat uh, concept. Those things are actually being made in Japan oh. and then shipped over, and That's then you slack crazy. them out over here, and and it's, you know, so I'm like, really, we're gonna have a concept with like three beverages and cream puffs, like you get, you know, how I mean, it's like the bubble wants tea. that yeah. bubble tea, the, the, man. The, yeah, I know, tea. <laughs> and, You know, we, I think we sat there and said, man, I, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're still in Indiana. That's right. Yeah. Like it's, it's basically a glorified donut. Yeah. Like, you know. But so I go, I go up there, and I, I don't remember these things were four or five dollars a piece. And, and the lady goes, "Well, what do you want?" And I'm like, "What do you got?" And there was some selection, not a not like walking into a Dunkin' Donuts, you know, but there there was some selection there. And I was like, "Well, give me like two of each." And she's like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I want I want to sample them all." So I'm yeah, I'm expecting this cream puff that you know, is the size of a silver dollar. Right. And this thing comes out, it's the size of my fist (laughs) and I'm like, small bites. uh, Yeah. And so I've got these boxes of cream puffs and it's in the middle of summer. We're up in Chicago with all these cream puffs to get them home and they were, they were delicious. And I'm like, well, this is really good. But again, would this work? And, And I still would be interested to try that concept, but there's just some, logistical things with the bakery being in Japan right now. So that's, you know, that just wasn't going to pan out because of that. But he had some feedback, but I think his words to us was, do you have an opportunity to get out of it? Mm -hmm. And Matt's like, well, yeah. And I'm sitting over in the corner. No, 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 no. You (laughs) you
1: were pretty against uh, exiting that location.
0: I was Mm -hmm. very against. Well, because it's a fit to me it's a failure. You know, none of us yep. like sure. to fail. And I was very driven to have that spot. And that's, I think the biggest thing as a business owner, or entrepreneurs recognize those failures and move on.
2: Yep. Yeah. You know, sometimes we're not good
0: enough to make it happen. Sometimes yes. you can't force it.
2: And and sometimes it's not happen. your fault. That's you right. know, I
1: mean, there's sometimes where you think that this is yeah. going to be an awesome concept in an awesome place. Yeah. And it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and I think Matt's words to me was, we're spending too much time on this. Not yep. just money. Like, forget the money thing. Oh, like, man. We can cut more checks. We don't like to. <laughs> no, nobody no. likes to. Um, but it's it's that opportunity. We were in the middle of, or in the startup of a couple other successful opportunities that we'll get into later on in the podcast. And Matt's like, man, how much time we're spending on this? Look at how far we could be along with this project Mm -hmm. or that project and, and what are we going to like our return on this other project that I'm thinking of that, um, I, you know, we're, we're generating how much a weekend. I mean, we're generating more in a weekend profit than we were doing in gross Gross sales sales in a week. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's true. Uh, Yeah. So it's like, okay, this is stupid. Like we're beating a dead horse here. Brian's come in and said that. and, so yeah. we walk out that day saying, all right, let's figure something
2: else yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah. Really, you know, there wasn't a, a foolproof solution in place just yet. No. But knowing the competitiveness of when we got this space, knowing yeah. the competitiveness of the other space that I had, I said we'll
0: figure something out. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was not a it was an option right to exit rather than to sit there and write more checks and and because it, it, at that time it was a choice on my part to, then I would need to commit to be uh-huh. there every day, you know, for the first probably six months, unless we got a good manager, right. and and
1: and there was no guarantee of that. Yes, like <laughs> I think we were missing some key pieces that would have felt let us feel comfortable to say, all right, well, mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and keep this rebrand it. Mm-hmm. We can do this other thing, yes. and and you know, so it wasn't just that the concept wasn't good for that location. It was that we didn't have the staff and the management for the. Well, if you guys remember,
2: we got to the point where we're like, we told the other partners we're going to do this on our own. Yeah, we structured right. it that way. We said we're going to do this. Yep. And lo and behold, I said, well, let me put a feeler out or two and just see right. what happens. And
0: I guess that, that leads into what happened. <laughs> That's right. Uh, which, which at that point, um, what's a good way to put it? Because we make the decision, and you think. I guess everything from the start of this business was just like an uphill battle, right? Yeah. Because Sean'd be like, "All right, if we just get this completed, then it'll be it'll be pretty easy sailing from there." And it was like, whatever the situation was, was like, mm-hmm. "Hold my beer, because we're gonna one up this uh, thing." Oh yeah. Yep. You know, <laughs> for real. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't wait till we tell some of the HR stories, like. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's restaurant stories. Like, (laughs) I've got a million of them. I could write a book just on, like, dumb stuff my employees have done over the past, like, 25 years. Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. so what what does it look like kind of exiting this, you know? Was this a typical
2: release? It could have been. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's fair. Should have been, could have been, (laughs) would have been. Um, Man, you know, we always try to do a pretty good job of keeping this condensed, so I'm going to do the same. and i mean this could be a two-hour podcast but we're going to keep it close um you know I, again i we kind of assumed we're going to move forward doing a, a concept on our own with the new partnership right and I, I i did i went ahead and listed the spaces available um sent it to a couple of folks that i knew in particular mm-hmm. and sure enough it was just like same old story hey we're real interested we're real interested i had multiple meetings with multiple franchisees um and everything from wings to hot chicken to mediterranean to pizza mm-hmm. to a leasing office for an apartment complex yep. of all things just because the proximity to everything at this university was there yeah. It's everything it was the reason that we it's love the space <laughs> i mean i'm sitting here saying like well sure you guys figure it out because we're we, right we're going to if you don't right um right. and um Started having some conversations, trading some paper, and in, in the means of just saying, Hey, we would, you know, we can let you lease it. This is how long we have left on the lease. You're going to work with the landlord, and this is how mm-hmm. it's going to look. And we kind of said, Okay, hey, we think we can live with this. And, um, it, you know, it sounds easy, but then there's a lot of other points. And it's like, Okay, what's in this space? Who owns this space? How are we going to deliver the space? And yeah. I think that's really where it starts because. Man, we had some. Uh, it got to a point where we felt like we had this right user, and we're like, hey, let's meet at the space to make sure yeah. we're all on the same page.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: And lo and behold, I mean, we were right reading the encyclopedia, and she was reading the inquirer. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was, yeah. they, we couldn't have been farther apart yeah. on what the concept of what stays and what doesn't well, stay
0: was. Because we did a walkthrough. Exactly. Initially, pointing out this goes, this stays. Sent a detailed email list. Oh, in my and that opinion. was to the broker. Yeah. That's right. Because
2: the actual user wasn't there. Right. So it was the broker that met us there to
0: do that walkthrough. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then um, we sent the list over.
2: Yep. Detailed and list. Very, very detailed,
0: detailed. Except I did leave off a sentence that should have, because I listed what was, um, Leaving and what was going, and there were some things that were, I guess, up in the air. Maybe I'm not mm-hmm. sure how to. Fr- I, I should have brought up the email before I got I into I'm, this conversation. I think it may
2: have been in the like to be discussed section, yeah, yeah, which then
0: yeah, it was never on the list. Assumed.
2: I, <laughs> I just don't think we
1: ever specifically said we're going to, all right, which the, list this was going
0: in. It, what ended up happening was we go down to do that final because we. I guess we kind of fast-forwarded a little bit because we had to get the approval of the the partners. Mm-hmm. We had to get through the agreement of this stuff. And then we had to get the landlord to yeah. sign off as well, too, which was...
2: <laughs> which we <laughs> kind of needed that final walkthrough to happen to then go to the landlord and say, okay, we're That's all right. on
0: terms. Yes. Here's your new tenant. And they're yeah. wonderful. Yes. but and, and they are. They're a yeah. really good tenant. And uh we got... I got into a very heated discussion.
2: I mean, we were there seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And all of a sudden it turned and I got very uncomfortable because I'm
0: like, <laughs> oh
2: shit. I was glad I wasn't there <laughs> oh, for that. <laughs> I wish I wasn't there. I, I kind of had to basically <sighs> recuse myself and and you know yeah. I had to leave anyway. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So
0: I, I leave and Terrace calls and goes, We got a problem. And <laughs> kind like, of oh, a guys. kind of a
1: big problem. Yeah, kind of a big huge, problem.
0: Huge problem because we we had some stuff preliminary stuff signed already mm-hmm. at that point like we were committed like we're in an engagement period here like mm-hmm. um and i th- think one of the comments i made was well don't you know how to read english and and i regrettably said that you know <laughs> i i do regret saying that because um i i was pissed mm-hmm. i mean i cuz we're talking about a lot of money and yeah. i was i was pissed because i felt like i did a really good job of detailing everything out and so we um oh gosh we had like probably 45 minutes to an hour like we all went in our separate corners and you know you were on the phone her broker was on the phone um
2: she walked down the street tara stayed in the space and i think i think at one point i said hey man like remember this yes. is probably the best thing if we just let someone else do this yeah
0: yeah, and it and because it was um it was the best thing and and the individual that's in there now was I totally see the side they were coming from mm-hmm. and and that, and what's funny now is like we actually text back and forth. Hey, how's the space coming? You know, what's do you need anything from me, kind of thing. You know, so you know we took a really bad, really awkward situation and made mm-hmm. it better, um, and got them in in that yeah. space. You know,
2: and and that kind of leads into then the well, what next because you know we go from heated conversations within two people trying to make a deal to feeling like okay, we're good. Yeah. And then we get to deal with the attorneys. (laughs) And I say the attorneys because, uh, again, the subtenant in there now, their attorney couldn't be better. They were great. Easy to deal with. Quick turnaround time. Really good. I was feeling great about it. And we spoke to the landlord. And that was always Terrace's job. They they became, I guess, friends. (laughs) Yeah, they're coming for dinner here in a few weeks. There you go. That's the plan. Yeah, so the (laughs) landlord... And Terrace, we're talking. She said, hey, this all sounds great. Yep. Um, very pro-woman building owner. Yep. And we had a female franchisee. Yep. And we said, hey, you're going to love these folks. It's going to be match made in heaven. And I think she felt that way. Yeah. And, man, it wasn't a couple days later, I get a call from, uh, oh, Johnny Hardnail's attorney. <laughs> that Went to Ivy Tech and... I probably shouldn't say that. Cut that out, Terrace. Um, you know, Johnny. Degree, degree from the Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. Um, and says, well, this is going to be something we can do, but I'm going to need you guys to stay on the guarantee. And I said, "That that's not realistic. I was like, why would you want a guarantee from somebody that doesn't have the space? You're going to have right. a guarantee from the other tenant. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we want we want you guys on there as a backup. And I said, well, you realize, sir, that the way the lease is written, it is simply the LLC that is guaranteeing it. So you want an LLC to guarantee this behind an individual guarantee? Yeah. Well, it shouldn't have been written that way. Okay. Well, who wrote it? <laughs> oh, that was you. Oh, oh, I apologize. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and I remember vividly standing in a an open air mall in Florida with my family on spring break, just chewing this guy's ass and it was going nowhere. And the wife's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. Um, but you know, it just shows another hurdle of, of deal making and, and right. You know, attorneys can be deal makers or deal breakers. And this guy had not a clue what he was doing, not a clue why I, I was right. And he was wrong. Right. And it, it just, he you wasn't know, even a real estate guy. And I was right? going to say no. that, Sean, like that's the other part is, <laughs> you know, having an attorney is one thing, right? Like, but if he's handling your divorce, he shouldn't be writing your lease. Correct. And that's so important, especially in real estate, because the contracts are so unique. Um, that's probably another podcast. on so, so it's I'm like having a podiatrist check
1: your teeth, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. He's, he's a doctor. Like, You know, they, they both kind of understand the body, but maybe not expert at that particular
2: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we finally got to terms with him where I said, okay, I think we're good again. I right. think we're good. All parties are good. I'm sorry.
1: I called you that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not. I'm not. I, I haven't led to Google review. I really probably should, but I haven't done that. Um, and, I uh, thought we were there. And then there was another he's like, Hey, you guys said you'll, you know, pay the rent until the tenant pays the rent. Well, I want that in advance. Oh, so now you want me to pay you outside of the lease agreement for the three months that haven't occurred yet that we're responsible for? Yep. Yep. That's what I want. Okay. (laughs) Again, not necessarily a reasonable request, but something we came and uh, you know put we said, hey, we can we'll make it work. Yep. We were going
1: to owe the money anyway, so it 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 was
2: what it was.
0: And then we had, I guess, you know, the other part. We had a third broker. Trying to stick their nose in the middle of this Ooh, night too. Forgot about that. Yeah, like I, I think I, that
2: I, was kind of right before <laughs> this phase. And I'll just yeah. I'll step in here because now I remember it vividly. <laughs> but we we have our deals all put in place and feeling really good about it. Well, sure enough, the broker that we leased the space off originally, yep. says, "Oh yeah, we're we're not going to approve that because I've got another user that we're going to put in." Oh, and this is what they do. It was a fried chicken concept, which the owner already said, I have zero interest in fried chicken. Okay. Yeah. And she
1: didn't want to put put in the hoods and all of the stuff into the space. Yeah.
2: From a, from a a feasibility perspective, it was going to be a intrusive to the building, which she just doesn't, didn't want to mess with. Right. However, it just goes to show you like sometimes those folks that have are seen as trust advisors for other people can step in and and really murky the waters. We lost another two weeks. On that, yeah, right. Uh, because that was in the best interest of that person, not necessarily the owner, not definitely not ourselves, no. and and really the other franchisee. Which for the new concept that's there currently, it's like all of a sudden the rug would have been pulled out from under her. Oh yeah, and not yeah. to mention, at the <clears> end <throat> of the day, the tenant, which would have been us, we have to sign off on it to allow somebody to lease the space. Yep. So you look at it full circle, and there's so many. So many reasons that people stepped out of bounds, right, in this yep. process that it just adds to the lore of this
1: and, and and the amount of like patience and flexibility we all had to show <laughs> to to execute the deal in the first mm-hmm. place. Yep. Complete the business and then wrap up and exit this location. Like I I feel like we all qualify for sainthood at this point. I mean it was an undertaking
0: well, it was <laughs> my boy and then he almost loses his finger out of the deal because oh, yeah. we've got we've equipment taken the, to move out yeah and i don't know it was we had the first round of equipment that we moved um to get ready for you know either the new concept or whatever we do with it um and there was stuff that couldn't be moved until her people got in and got stuff down. Mm-hmm. So it's like three or four different times we went in to move stuff. And, and so it's my boy and, and myself. And then the property manager was down there, <clears throat> which he's 86 years old. And he led us into the building to get the stuff out and stuff. And we we're having a conversation and got the fountain Coke machine it was like one of the last things we had to move. So my boy's on the other side, he's lifting and I'm lifting the one side and, it's like, you got it, you good, and yeah, yeah, we're good. And we go off the counter, and we were not good. And the 86 year old guy catches the Coke machine on the front of it, and we slam it back up there. And I'm like, I so he's bleeding all over the floor. I mean, there's like a puddle of blood, and I'm like, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you know, we'll get some super glue on it, you'll be mm-hmm. good to go. So I get him doctored up there in the store. There's a mop, we clean up the blood and everything, and Dick's like how you, how you moving the Coke machine now? And I'm like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have to come back tomorrow. If you don't mind, I'll bring some more of his buddies or something. We'll get this thing out. And, and I'm like, well, you, are you good, Tyler? And to my boy. And yeah. And so I've got him all duct taped up and I sent him home and I'm like, we'll, we'll, we'll super it, We'll be fine. So I had some other stuff to do in Lafayette. Next thing I know, my mom's calling and Well, he's on his way to the emergency room to get, like, 22 stitches is what I think it ended up being. (laughs) Save the finger. and (laughs) He goes back in for surgery a week later because they've got to reattach the tendons that got cut.
1: (laughs) I mean, that kind of sums up the whole thing. I mean, it really does. (laughs) It really (laughs) does.
2: (laughs) To the degree it's just.
1: Almost lost it, but held it together somehow. and
2: still type. Patched it up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So
0: so I thought that was a good story to just kind of. Because we are we are officially out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that
2: and technically it, we weren't fully officially out until the day of the signature, which we got through another curveball where it's like someone yeah, okay. said, I don't think I want to sign this. And I politely said, We don't have any more options. You gotta yeah. sign this. <laughs> and here's why. And it was very polite. And then the the next comment was okay. <laughs> but I I'll never forget being on that call. Yeah. I mean, there was so many times at least 20 or 25 where I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going this way. We're going to solve this. Yeah. We're going to figure out this. And then that last right. call, I was just done. I was like, I'm done. We're done. No more nightmares. This is over. <laughs> yeah. And we signed and it that day. I mean, honestly,
1: uh, there was a lot of times people were doing stuff against their own interest and we had to talk them back into not screwing themselves yep. and screwing up the deal at the same time.
0: Well, yep. and I think <laughs> that gets into this um, partnership agreement, disagreement, I should say that will eventually be a podcast at some point in time, because mm-hmm. I think talking about those expectations of partners and what we, you know, going into it, if you're friends or you're not friends or whatever, you know, you, you go into these agreements and like, Oh, this is great, you know, and everything's going good. And then you, you realize six months down the road, oh well, I never even thought about what if this? You know, what Very, if I get yeah. a divorce? Or what if, you know, I'm killed in a car wreck, you know, mm-hmm. or so there's a lot of questions that will will start getting content on the you don't understand business website for our patrons and stuff that will be able to go in and you know, what are those questions we ask going into a partnership, you know, and, and just some some thought starters that they're going to be slightly uncomfortable questions with your friend or your spouse or whatever that you're starting this business with
1: or, or your potential landlord or your attorney or Mm -hmm. your accountant, like
0: all of those business relationships that you have. Yeah. But a slightly uncomfortable, you know, conversation today can save a lot of headaches down the road. Absolutely. And makes Mm -hmm. for the, the chance of a really bad conversation down the road. Very minimal if we have those discussions up front, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of the one of the points of this podcast in general. You don't understand business is how do we have those conversations? How do we learn from our experiences and, and stories? You know, to to go from that. And that's so, with fifty
2: years combined business, right? We yeah, we have fifty plus years combined business, and this is a scenario I think we can all say we probably never saw, never saw it coming. No, and no. God help us. We hope we don't see it again. Right? I, right.
1: I can still think back to how excited I was that we were getting this space, oh. like game changer, excited that we were yes. getting this space and how disappointed by the end, like, and I'm with you just yeah. over it by yeah. the end. Like, I just want to sign these papers and not have to put any more effort into this situation.
0: We, we were already looking at locations at Ball State and oh, Notre yeah and, no and like yeah. within the first 3 months we're like this this is the best idea ever. Like we love it. We're going to have 20 of these by the end of summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not not the turnout uh, that we'd hoped for, so but definitely what uh, you know, one of the things that can be experienced and you you can't be afraid for this. And and we're not, I, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about other buildings this morning. Matt came in uh, while I was eating some lunch and we're like, Hey, where are we at on these, uh, these other properties and, and continue building without, I guess that's one of the things is you get into business and you're, um, the fear of when to make that decision, you know? Yeah. And, and you get a lot less fearful the longer you do it.
1: Yeah. I would agree
0: with that. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, I won't have a teaser for next week's episode, but uh, I'm sure it'll be just as entertaining. But this wraps up <laughs> our our three-week, uh, three-part series on the rise and fall of one of our locations. So, yeah.
1: It's but, painful yeah. to relive. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Not as, not as long as the Roman Empire either uh, pretty <laughs> pretty
0: abrupt if you didn't yeah, notice pretty <laughs> pretty brief that was less than a year less for those not year. counting uh, yeah so very very quick and uh, a lot of money down the drain yeah. that's mm-hmm. one of the saddest parts and in, in a in a basically a year of our time that we could have been developing something successful so it is what it is it, it is, so. is what it is all righty thanks guys hey You don't understand business.